Good morning, everybody. Okay, I see a number of you with your cell phones up, but you never got permission from me to record me, so you can't record me, okay? <laughs> my gentleman there with a the green phone not taking me on, you know. <laughs> no, I'm just showing you how we do things and we don't realize what we're doing, okay? All right, so as Georgia kindly introduced me and she told me I'm going to talk to you all about copyright, but because anybody in here knows <gasps> there's another phone, <laughs> Anybody knows what the Jamaica Intellectual Property Office is? <gasps> I saw one hand, two hands. Who knows Jaipur in here? Thank you, Lord. Okay, cool. All right, so the Jamaica Intellectual Property Office. I'm sorry, these are your questions from Georgia. So I'm going to make sure I answer these if I don't know anything else. Sorry about that. After I just heard how to use the microphone, I decided I wasn't going to hold it. This way I won't get in trouble. Okay. So at the Jamaica Intellectual Property Office, we're an agency of the Ministry of Industry, Commerce. You can record me, sir. Ministry of Industry, Commerce, Agriculture, and Fisheries. Um, so we're an agency of that ministry, and you may wonder, what are we doing in industry, commerce, agriculture, and fisheries? Intellectual property really deals with matters of trade. So for example, when we're singing, that's a trade in a service, okay? The other areas, and I'm just gonna to touch on the other areas of intellectual property before I focus exclusively on copyright, which is what you're interested in this morning. We have, all of you in here, we're sitting on wonderful benches. Some of you may think the bench is too hard and you'd prefer to be sitting on that chair with the cushion. So the bench you're sitting on with the, is that, I'm not sure what the design is in the, anybody knows what it is? It's a flower, some could say it's a cross, depending on how you look at it, but that's a design. So the bench is an example of a design. The chair is another example of a design. Those can be protected by intellectual property rights. In the white t-shirt, you can get up and stand up so everybody can see that fancy thing you have around your neck. You have to hold it up so they can see it. All right, in olden days, you never had anything fancy like that. That's a brand new design for us to be able to hear, right? And those of us who are discreet have even smaller ones that people can't see. So you go to meet somebody now and you don't have to record them holding a microphone, right? Those are all examples of intellectual property rights. So we have a patent, that is an invention. Anybody this morning took a tablet before you came to church? That's an example of a product that is protected with a patent. Any pill that you pop in your mouth has an intellectual property life. Trademarks, no. So the lady in the front has a smartphone. What type of smartphone is that? Let me, a second, if you don't mind. I promise not to do anything bad to it. Yes, you have it all protected. Thank you. Well, I noticed quite a few of us in here have on glasses, so your sight is as good as mine. So there's a Samsung on the back of this. This is a trademark. So there are some people who subscribe to the Doctrine of they'll only use a Samsung. Some of you will only use an apple. In olden days, Jamaica was the home of 
research in motion, everybody had a blackberry, right? So we're past that stage now. Some ladies, you'll only wear a special type of shoe. So you go into the store and you decide you're going to treat yourself. If you have a lot of money to throw away and waste, you'll buy one of those red bottom shoes, which costs an arm and a leg. I'm probably very uncomfortable to walk in. But you want everybody to see that you have on that fancy, expensive shoe. So those are trademarks. So from you woke up this morning until you got to your bed tonight, you're going to be interacting with intellectual property without even realizing it. The food that you eat can also be protected with intellectual property rights. So in Jamaica, we have two, we actually have two trademarks. Two, I erase that. Two geographical indications that are protected under the protection of geographical indications law. That is Jamaica jerk and Jamaica rum. We also have another geographical indication, which is, well, I know nobody in this church would subscribe to this, but some of us do, Blue Mountain Coffee. So Blue Mountain Coffee is a geographical indication because it is grown in the Blue Mountain. So the same plant that you get Blue Mountain Coffee from on Blue Mountain if we plant the tree out here, it wouldn't be Blue Mountain Coffee, even though it's the same tree, okay? All right, so we can go into great details about that after, because that's not why y'all invited me here today. So, I have a PowerPoint presentation, but I have a feeling that not going to be what you need to hear. I think sometimes it's better to just have a conversation where you can understand. So you heard when I said to the gentleman about not recording me, that's one thing that's very important. If you're having an event here at the church or an event anywhere, you need to have notices telling people that they should not record the performance. Because let's say you invite, tell me a famous, okay, I like him, so I'll use him as an example. So you invite Kevin Downswell to perform, right? So Kevin Downswell is up here. You invited him to perform. You told him you'd pay him. 10 million Jamaican dollars to perform, okay? So you entered into an agreement with Mr. Downswell that you would give him 10 million to perform and he was to perform for one hour. When Mr. Downswell come on stage, every one of you pull out your device and start to record him, yes? And then when you leave now, you go home and you send it to every single person you know. So what you have effectively done is you have become a broadcaster. Any of you in here have license to broadcast? I just check in because probably you do, right? So you've recorded him and you're broadcasting it. So you're going to say, the thing is with intellectual property and with copyright, it's a thin line. You have to decide if you're doing it for profit or you're not doing it for profit. Okay? And I agree. Then we lock you up. <laughs> so if you get Mr. Downswell permission, which when they're contracting him to come to the church to perform, what you need to do is to be very clear in the terms of the contract. You say to him, okay, I want you to come to the church, I want you to perform. These are the terms and conditions of how you're going to perform. Because what you have to understand is copyright and all intellectual property rights are property rights. 
So if any of you in here own a home, or you own a car, or you own a fan, you don't want anybody to come to you, take your car and drive it off without your permission. Wrong or right? Do you want somebody to come into your house and sit down at your dining table and start to eat and you don't know who they are? Okay, or they say, okay, just let me a fan and they take your fan, carry it home and they're using the fan without your permission and the heat killing you. So intellectual property rights are just like property rights. They belong to somebody. So copyright exists when somebody comes up with an original work. So if one of you in here, I don't know if Georgette is a songwriter, if Georgette writes a song, but Georgette can't sing, I don't know if Georgette can sing, don't take me on. Okay, I wrote a, Georgette wrote a song, she gave it to me to sing, and I sing the song, I wouldn't earn one cent, because I cannot sing. But somebody else now with a lovely voice takes the same song Georgette wrote, and they sing the song, they would earn money. They're earning money as a singer. Georgette is earning money as a songwriter. Every single time, and this is where Jacob comes in, what you do is you have your song, and let's say you have a CD, and now people buy your CD, but every time your work is performed or played, you earn from it. That's what a collective management organization does. So when you go and you use somebody's work without permission, what you're doing is you're preventing them from earning. And unfortunately, we are the same people who are going to see the person when there's a story in the star talking about this famous artist now who can't buy any food and who is sick and can't afford to go to the hospital. And then we say, but that man used to make a lot of money. What happened? What happened is all of us use that person's work that person didn't earn anything from their work, so now they're destitute. So when you think, oh, you know, I just going to use it, what you're doing is you're occupying their house without their permission. That's what you're doing. And when you go into somebody's house without their permission, no matter how clean you are, you're going dirty it up. If you're like me, you might sit on the chair and the chair might break. But even over time, when you sit on the chair, you wear down the chair. So you can't just, you shouldn't just take somebody's work and use it without permission. All of us, well, most of us have a smartphone. That means we can take a picture. When you take a picture of somebody, you are the owner of that work. When you take a picture of somebody, you're the owner of the work. So let's say, so let's say you're getting married and you hire a photographer to come and take pictures. You have to be very careful of the terms of the agreement that you enter into the photographer and don't bother after the wedding, say what a wicked man or what a wicked woman. Imagine they take 100 pictures and they only tell me I can get five. That's what you paid for, okay? So you have to be very careful what terms and agreements you come to with your photographer because the person behind the camera is the owner of the work. Even though they're taking a picture of you and your husband or your wife, okay? Because in copyright law, we speak about an author. An author is a photographer. An author is somebody who paints a picture 
An author is the old time traditional way of looking at author, somebody who writes a story. If anybody in here is an architect, you're considered the author of that drawing. So when you, as an architect, do a drawing, somebody, can't use, somebody shouldn't use that drawing without your permission. Because that's your work and that's how you're going to earn from it, okay? When you're seated in church, you know, you're in a safe place. So somebody shouldn't come in here and just take a picture without your permission, right? Because some of us don't want anybody to take our picture. So people shouldn't take your picture. The other thing they shouldn't do is if they have taken your picture, let's say there were 10 people, all right, these first two rows, and everybody in the first two rows agreed to have their pictures taken and agreed to have the picture published in the newspaper. But after this agreement, some people came late. And you know if you come late, you're going to have to sit in the front because all the back seats gone. So the latecomers came and they sat in the front, not with all of you who had given the agreement. So the photographer takes the picture, and we have people here now who gave no agreement for their images to be used in the newspaper. What you need to do is to make sure you get their permission, all right? Because since you're in church, they probably won't sue you, but they're going to be upset. And they're going to walk and say, how the elder published my picture in the newspaper, and I never give permission, and that morning I never have on the right dress, and I never comb my hair properly, and imagine everybody seeing me in the newspaper. Okay? In church, it could be something friendly. Outside of church, it might not be friendly. Something wrong with my microphone? What are you doing up here? No, but you have on your pillow and you're killing me. Oh, you're running out yeah, of so, time. So what we're going to do, we're just, I'm just going to ask a question. And uh, okay, yeah. fine. Right. No, I want back my paper. No, you're supposed to have your own paper. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I tell you what, I'll ask the question and I'll answer them. All They're right. running out of time, so I'm just going to ask my questions and answer them. I'm allergic to scent and he smells good. That's why I'm telling him. <laughs> Let me just tell him a story. Then my voice will change, then I won't be able to breathe, and it will be enough drama and excitement, which we don't want. Okay. So, yeah, all right. So next question. Are the use of PowerPoint presentations created with images downloaded from the internet legal? What do you think? Okay, all who say yes, put up your hand. All who say no? All who don't know? All right, it's a two-part answer. If you download everything, totally illegal. If you download a piece of it, and depending, depending on what you're going to use it for, then it's okay, all right? But let me tell you, you cannot go on the internet, see somebody PowerPoint presentation, and download the whole thing, and then go and use it. Even if you're using it for a charitable purpose, or you're using it for educational purposes, that is illegal. And we answer to a higher authority, so we shouldn't do that, right? Let it not be mentioned once among you. Don't bother with it. All right, next one now. What are the legal implications of streaming a service live? Well, if you are the creator of the service, there is no issue. If it's your church service and you're streaming it live, that's fine. If it's somebody else's and they have not given permission, then it's an issue. 
And if you, everybody in here who has a smartphone, there are certain things on it where it says you're supposed to agree before you can proceed. I'm sure most of us have not read it. Okay, it's the same thing with the internet. It says you can download, but it gives you terms and conditions about how to download. All right, next one. Can I breach copyright laws for making a poster for my church? Yes or no? How you breach it? Yes. Okay, you tell me since you recorded. The, the material that you use to make the poster, if you got it, um, if you breached the, the policy. If you <laughs> took stuff that wasn't yours. Yeah. So if you create a poster and it is your original poster, so you created it from scratch, okay? Then you're fine. If you pull things from elsewhere, then you're not fine, okay? Um, do you have the legal right to refuse having your photo or video captured while sitting in the congregation of a church? And we know the answer. Right, that, those are the questions. And if you have any more questions or comments, Georgia will give you my details. You can write or call our office. Thank you so much.